L-A-S. Well, hey there, listener. Yo. We just finished recording the episode that you're about to listen to. Yeah, so prepare yourself. When we recorded an episode. <laughs> we did We did the thing we're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm proud of us. And you're listening to it right now. Um, but one quick note. When we recorded this episode, we thought it was going to come out next week. Yes. After, like after Halloween. Correct. But we were talking about Halloween. But we were. And Halloween hasn't actually happened yet. Right. So then we were just like, let's just put it out. Let's just do it anyway. Now. Send it. Right. So we're going to talk about it as though Halloween has already happened because the episode was supposed to come out next right. week. Right. Because we projected ourselves into the future. Correct. And then talked about it in the past. Correct. But it's still actually in the future. So now we're releasing it now. Right. And Halloween is this weekend. Yes. So this is an alternate timeline to Correct. the one that you're about to listen to. Wow, we made that so confusing. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> oh, is this Harry this? Potter? What? No, this is, the, oh, this is the scary clown music. Wicked Wizard, this way comes. This does sound like that. Oh, yeah, that is uh, very yeah. Harry potter the frogs in the choir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so anyway, we hope yeah. you enjoy this episode. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And... Merry Christmas <laughs> and Happy Easter. <laughs> Tim's wearing a Christmas sweater to it's the Halloween Tim's episode. Tim's in Christmas mode already. That's not a lie. That's really <sighs> happening right now. Awesome. Well, enjoy the episode. Thanks for being from one dad to another supporters. And we'll and see you next time. We'll talk to you soon. From one dad to another is brought to you by... I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. Hey, we've got a new podcast. And it's called What Do You Want to Talk About? We talk about everything from almond milk lattes to xenophobia. New episodes every Monday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What Do You Want to Talk About is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com. Calm. Hey, Lindsay, did I tell you the story about Scarpe the Njalsson when he was in Iceland and he was dying because he was under this log on fire and he pulls out this molar and he whips it into Thurl Thurlson's eye? No, I don't understand most of what you just said. Oh. Oh, Jason, did I tell you that Billy Eilish got bangs? What's a Billy Eilash? L-A-S. Well, hey there, full-size candy bar giver-outer. Hmm, and a Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> I'm Logan Schultz. I'm joined with my good friend, Tim Arnold. Hi. And uh, this is From One Dad to Another, the weekly podcast from the LAS Podcast Network, where we talk about parenting and growing as parents and also full-size candy bars and Christmas. That's right. Growing as candy bar eaters. Man, I've been doing that for years. Mm, yeah, I mean, every time I look in my freezer and I see a frozen Reese's peanut butter cup, I that is a eat thing it. you do. That is a thing I do. Yeah. Do you do you find that you eat a lot of like just candy bars as an adult? Um, no, I don't no, I, I I don't. But but if I buy them, if I get suckered into buying them at the grocery store, 
immediately into the freezer because I, I do like the frozen chocolate, <laughs> but then I eat them very quickly. Sure. So most of the time I talk myself out of it at the, at the grocery store. We're also joined with our wonderful producer, Alex Schulte. Hello. Hi, Alex. How are you? Where do you fall on the uh, candy bars and adults story? Um, do you feel, I just feel like I eat them less as an adult. I thought I would eat more candy bars when I was a kid. Right. You just assumed when yeah. no one was telling you no that you would just do it all the time? That I would just be eating you know, Snickers bars for dinner. And that happens, but not as often as I'd like it to happen. <laughs> right. It's not like a like a five-day-a-week thing. Right, right. And it's definitely not like the commercials. It's like I just have one on hand at all times. Right. You just happen to reach you know, in your pocket, uh, and you're like, here's a Snickers. Right, right. Oh, I'm feeling upset. This will satisfy me. Got, a good thing I got my Snickers in my back pocket. So, and you can't carry them in your back pocket either. Everyone knows that, because then they'd be all melty. <laughs> And right. flat. And we all know what a melty Snickers bar looks like in somebody's back pocket. Why is That's my candy bar butt-shaped? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I do remember kind of when I first had some semblance of autonomy. I was driving, and I remember I was a junior or senior. I think I was a senior in high school, and I was um, doing the lighting design for the middle school play production down at our community theater. And I purchased a full box of full-size Butterfinger candy bars. Because you could. Because I could. And then I kept them under the lighting desk. So whenever I was at the theater working, I was just eating candy bars because my metabolism could do that. And I could just, and I could. What a time. So I just remember, like, that was one of the first times where I really just did it because I could. I don't specifically remember, like, it ever actually happening. But in my head, I have this idea that, like, when I was, like, a teenager, I went to the store and I bought a whole bunch of candy, mm-hmm. and I kept waiting for, like, a police officer to stop me. Like, <laughs> hey, kid, you're not allowed to do that. You're a child. And But it never happened. So I'm not sure if that's, a, like, a memory that I'm, like, making up, but I can't quite place the details of it, or if it was just sort of like a, like a, a weird fear that I had. Um, but I do sort of remember being terrified that I was going to get arrested for buying candy. That's a whole other episode that we should do, by the way, is, like, those things, those like semi memories <laughs> that you know aren't real, but you yep. kind of convinced yourself that they're real. Yeah, and at some point you're like, "Hmm, I could go either way." Right. Like if someone corroborated one detail, right. then I would be sold. Well, it sounds like Tim got in trouble for eating candy at one point in his life. That's that is had to come from something. Likely, right? and I I think maybe you're you're unlocking something that's been hidden away. <gasps> but we're watching it happen. I know, but like. The, the lid to the treasure chest started to open, but then it slammed because there was something there ah. in my head. I was like, hmm, I think you got I in trouble once when you were did. younger. Oh my God. I just remembered when I was a kid, I must have been six or something. I went to the store and I went, oh my God, this is so weird because this was not planned. I went to the yeah, store. Tim's whole face is exploding. Yeah. It's- and I, and this also could be a memory that I'm totally making up, but I'm, <laughs> I, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Sure. I went to the store. I somehow got there by myself, I think. And then I ended up having to go into the back of the store because like the store detective or, or a manager or something like caught me stealing. But I think what I was actually doing was just eating candy in the store <laughs> and my parents had to come and pick me up. And I don't remember how I got there. I don't remember any of the details, but I'm pretty sure I remember sitting in a room and they let me keep eating candy, I think, maybe. Um, So I (laughs) did get in trouble for eating candy, I think, in a store that I was stealing, like actively, but not hiding. So I was really dumb. I think I was six. Kind of traumatized you. Apparently. Oh, my God. Wow. Now, my parents are... 
dad's going to listen to this and then he's going to tell me that's not true at all. Or you know what? He's going to corroborate some detail and it'll be set in stone. Whether it happened or not, the memory is real. It is. It is real. And it affects you. Yeah. Yeah. It made me feel both like, like sad, and but also kind of like a badass. Sure. <laughs> I actually totally understand that that duality <laughs> oh, of yeah. feeling. That's really interesting. Huh. All right. Weird. So, so next week you need to let us know an update. Yeah. Check in with your dad and be like, did this? I will. Did this happen? I will. Because it's a very, I have very clear, almost like I watched it happen. I have, and I think there was like a, there, there was a mirror, like a two-way mirror in the interrogation room. I think I remember looking at myself eating candy. <laughs> so maybe that's why it feels like That's where like the badass part came from. They yeah. don't usually take you to the interrogation room so you can look at yourself doing the crime again. I know, but I was also a kid, and they probably didn't want to take my candy away. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, this, don't little, need- this little badass six-year-old walking around in his leather jacket on with his hair <laughs> slicked back eating candy, we're not going to take that away from well, him. Right. I hear it's really hard to take candy from a baby, so... I wasn't a baby. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let my joke ring out there. Hey, what is um, this show about? From one yeah. dad to another. Uh, we're talking about candy quite a bit because, and we did a really bad job of planning this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Halloween this weekend. It is. But this episode comes out after <laughs> Halloween. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so by the time you hear this, it will no longer be Halloween. But we're going to talk about But we will have experienced Halloween. Halloween. Right. And right. So we'll still have a Halloween hangover. Ooh, I like that. I'm sure that's a t-shirt. Yeah. There's something out there somewhere. Yeah, Some sort of candy hangover. Or like a koozie. Um, But yeah, Halloween is a really interesting holiday. It's not something that I've ever taken too seriously Mm. in my family, but I did it. And maybe my family took it more seriously than I did. Interesting. Did you feel like you were too mature for it did you ever like feel like oh that's 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 baby stuff i don't do that no i i think there were there was a uh, a handful of years where i was really into halloween and i really kind of i don't know i don't really remember caring about my costume a whole lot yeah um but then you got your first business suit and you're like i'm starting (laughs) this is right (laughs) i'm suiting up (laughs) suiting up um i I'm trying to quantify something that I think is true of my entire perspective on my childhood, which is that it was great. Mm-hmm. Like the experience that I had was great, but it wasn't like it wasn't like the movies, right? I never yeah. was like running around with friends trying to get full size candy bars. I never TP'd anything. Mm-hmm. I never, uh, I never like had those types of experiences. Yeah, um, I trick or treated with my family because that's who I had access to, and, yeah. and I, you know, at that time. That was when it was harder to go out alone, mm-hmm. um, especially in Dubuque, Iowa. Like I had to go with my family to be safe, and I got regular candy, and I, I liked eating my candy. Like it just wasn't a, a yeah. particularly special thing. It just was like a cool thing to do. I always really loved Halloween, and I think the safety part of it. I mean, that was just a big thing in the eighties. There were always millions of kids every day getting abducted. Uh, yeah. Or at least that's what we thought. I kind of figured that would be a big topic of conversation is how were our Halloweens different and how yeah. is it different compared to now? Yeah. But one of the things that I think that it was so much different, maybe my experience than a lot of people was because I grew up for the most part on military bases. Yeah. So it was, uh, so I was living on a base in a, essentially a controlled community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I lived in base housing, um, which family housing, it was sort of built in that, if you lived there, you had children. Yeah. So it's not like we had a in the housing area that we had a bunch of like single 
couples or anything, you know, or, or, or just people living by themselves. If you lived in that housing, you had kids. So right. Halloween was always a really big deal um, because all of the kids were out and you just pretty much almost everybody participated. Everybody handed out candy. It was always a really big deal in multiple places that I lived growing up. So it was always kind of a kind of a fun uh, a fun thing. I always really really enjoyed it. Got really into it. Yeah, doing the costume thing. Um, have memories of my parents sorting through the candy on the living room floor, making sure there wasn't like razor blades and needles and drugs in the candy. So that okay, yeah, that's a thing, right? Because we always did that too, where we had to sort through the candy to find yeah the terrible stuff, which we never found. Nope, never have. I don't think that ever happened. Maybe to anyone everywhere or anywhere, anywhere, everywhere. All I'm, of the all of the people all of the time never did the thing the people with the, the, gu- with the, the drugs. The, the people <laughs> and it puts the the things in the candy. No. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> okay. So this is now the second show in a row where my stuff has made some sort of weird. Yeah, what's noise. happening? I don't know. I was looking for a photo. So very recently, um, and maybe Marnie can send it to me. Um, but a photo popped up in our kind of memory uh, in our our phone history. Of me as a kid dressed up as a clown mm. for Halloween. Yeah, and I was. I've a seen that picture before. Creepy clown. Yeah, I, you may have seen it this past weekend. I feel like it was making the rounds. Yeah, I don't know if I if I saw it this year. I think um, I've seen it in the past though. But yeah, it was. But I was like a little kid, like probably eight. Maybe? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, how, so in terms of the security and safety, we were talking about that because you were on a base. Yeah. Did you feel like extra secure? Did you feel like you just knew the people around you? There was a sense of community there. Or what, what was that I think it vibe was more. Like? I think it was more an absence of feeling at risk. It wasn't that I actively thought, "Oh, I feel safe and insulated." It was just that I didn't really worry that much. Sure, uh, it just never. It didn't really occur to me outside of. Again, watching TV in the 80s, you know, kids were always getting abducted. So you don't get into the van, you don't talk to strangers, all that other stuff. But you never really saw a whole lot of that or felt a whole lot of that in the places that I lived when I lived on on a base. If we were, if we lived somewhere else, like off of a base, then it was different because that felt like stranger danger, right? I don't know any of these people. Sure. Uh, But uh, no, I think I felt... Generally, pretty secure. Um, I don't remember actively worrying about it. I had, you know, again, I was a child of the '80s, so I kind of I would leave the house when I got home from school and go ride my bike until it got dark, and I had to be home when the street lights came on, and you know, kind of all those things that you that you hear about this nostalgia stuff, stuff I didn't do with my kids. Yeah, um, that was how I grew up. But at least part of that was the insulation, I think, of being in a controlled community. So when you went trick or treating, you went with friends. I would go with friends, but I also went with my parents. That okay. was a that was a part of it. We would go, but it would often, if I'm remembering correctly, we usually had other other families that we would. So it might be like the friends or the neighbors who lived nearby, but their parents would go out also, and then so the you know the adults would go walking along with, you know, and they'd cluster around and they'd talk, and the kids would go running ahead and they'd stand at the sidewalk. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it was very much. Outside of the fact that it was on a military base, it was it was very much like you would see in the movies. I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it never felt much different to me. I always that always so that was always kind of a big thing for me. I think it just felt very, very fun and very American. And 
kind of this classic Halloween thing. And that's maybe what I was trying to like get my hands around in terms of thought earlier, which is that it just wasn't very movie-esque to me. When I picture Halloween or mm-hmm. trick-or-treating or anything like that, I do picture it the way it's portrayed in movies, yeah. right? Of of kids running around and a lot of activity. And um, I always go back to like trying to find the house with a full-size candy bar. Yeah. Like, that was never really a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember walking around with my parents. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. and it was interesting. My when my girls were real young, uh, so this is before we moved to Iowa. When I was still in the military, we also lived on base, and so I think we moved here. The girls were five and seven at that time, so they yeah. were trick or treating age, and we did exactly that. We did the same thing I did as a kid, which was walk around the base housing. Uh, housing area, the kids would run up and they would go trick-or-treat and everybody trick-or-treated and there were between a couple of hours in the evening, there were, you know, hundreds of kids, like the place was just swarming with kids in costumes. And uh, it was, it changed a bit when we moved to Iowa because we lived in a neighborhood where there lots of lots of older people where there weren't kids. So we would go to other housing areas. We would yeah. look for places where it seemed like there were a lot of people there. So it, it did change a little bit, I think, when we moved to, a again, a non-controlled community. But we just sort of had this built-in, you know, lots of families. And yeah. that I think that drove a lot of the, the experience for that. And I, that was one thing I was actually really excited to share with the kids, you know, when, uh, when they got old enough to enjoy that. It was always a big thing when I was little, so it was something that I would get really, really excited about. Uh, taking the kids out trick-or-treating so i'm about to have my first halloween with marlo Mm -hmm. um and i i mean i halloween was always kind of tough with liam because we would split that every other year yeah so we only had really a handful of years with liam um trick-or-treating and like really being into it Mm -hmm. um and honestly only a couple so yeah i don't know when when you were a parent to little ones for the first mm-hmm. time. Um, when did you really start to feel excited about that experience? You said that was something you were looking forward to, but what was what, what was that feeling like for you? Um, well, it was well, you know, you I I enjoyed trick or treating as a kid, and then you age out of it, and then you become a grown up. Uh, let's let me ask a separate question, sure, and then we'll come back to that. Okay, what was aging out of trick or treating like for you? Um, it just it it. It transitioned into, okay, well, now I'm a juvenile delinquent. I'm just going to run around with my friends and yeah. we're going to do stupid shit. Right. You know? and, like in the movies. Uh, you know, and it was, you know, maybe it was stupid low-grade vandalism or yep. it was we're going to go drink beers on Halloween or something along those lines. <gasps> Gasp. I know. Um, but, no, I mean, aging out of it, there was, a, there was an element of sadness to it. You know, it's that transition to you're starting to f- try and figure out how to be a grown-up. And you leave behind kind of the kid stuff and your friends don't want to do it anymore. So you're like, oh, no, no, that's cool. I don't I don't want to trick or treat. We're too big for that anyway. Um, but you don't fully believe it. And then you just sort of leave it behind. Um, so then as an adult and having kids who were, you know, were were able to, you know, walk on their own and you didn't have to push them in a stroller and they could. Yep put on the costume and look super cute and go up and try and say twick a tweet or whatever it was. Um, it was just fun. Cause it was a way to kind of roll back the clock a little bit. And, um, 
And also, the kids weren't eating all of that candy, right? So that was a sure. bag of candy that I could eat guilt-free because I also had to, you know, do the candy tax. I had to check and make sure that everything was safe. <laughs> Never found any any contraband, but um, you know, I would we would we would negotiate on the candy that the kids wanted and What? Yeah. You yeah. would negotiate with your kids? Sure. Over yeah. the candy that they went out and earned? Well, I mean, they didn't earn it. I mean, they they went out to people's doors and said "twinkle tweet," and then they got candy. They I mean, earned it, you know. But I also, you know, I was the escort, you know. So it was like <laughs> I was security. Like you know, there was a price that right. came with a price, right? Um, but no, realistically, it was I would take, you know, I would get a, I would pick out a chocolate bar that they had the most of. And I would be like, I'm, t- I'm going to take this. This is going to be your, your candy tax. But other than that, I would end up eating all of the stuff that they didn't like. Did you call it the candy tax? I think I did. That's another one of those memories that I seem, I seem to think that I did, but I could be convinced that that's made up. But yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but the, yeah, no, it was just a, it was a, it was a fun thing to do, and uh, it was just this. It was, it was kind of a, a cool fall thing. Um, it was just, it's sort of like, you know, winter, winter is coming. It was like a, yeah. like a, like yeah. a game of Thrones kind of thing. Um, because once, once right. we get past Halloween, you everyone's know, murdered. That's right. We're all dead. The white walkers are on the way. That's right. Um, game of Thrones. But, uh, no, it was just always, uh, always kind of a fun thing. And on the years when the kids would get really excited about costumes and things like that, it was yeah. just, it was very infectious and always just really, really enjoyed it. It was a big thing for me. My parents got excited about it when I was a kid, and they would always, you know, help me do with my costumes and things like that. So it was always just a kind of a fun family uh, event for me. Uh, and then I, I was excited to share that with the kids. I love that. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to keep talking about Halloween. We're going to keep talking about um, our kids and our families and, and what Halloween is like now compared to what it was like and that experience from um, – the the 80s and the 90s and the 2000s which certainly feel a bit different uh Mm -hmm. compared to today so stick with us we're gonna keep chatting and i hope you'll uh keep chatting along with us so let's check with some sponsors we'll be back in just a moment from one dad to another is brought to you by we should say each other's names instead to throw everybody off oh that's a great idea for the trailer all right here we go hey i'm mike I'm Shane. Oh, my God. You guys really are doing it, aren't you? <laughs> All right. I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. What? You're still doing the fel- false names thing? I feel like we already have a trailer going right this now. This is like a fourth grade <laughs> elementary school joke. Hey, everybody. I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy. And I'm... Oh, wait a minute. You guys are throwing me off with the name thing. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Mike. And this is the Groove Live Podcast. We're talking all things groove. Music. Food. Friends. Beer, even. All of it. Whatever brings groove into your life. How about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of groovy? I I would file that under groove. Construction projects. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from of cool people that have cool stories. Every day, you get out of bed. What makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music. Pokemon. Construction projects. (laughs) And you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast. The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, 
visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Hey guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life Podcast. We can't wait to groove with you. Now that sounds dumb. L-A-S. Hi, old friends. Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! (laughs) I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, Subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all, some more than others. LAS. Ooh, spooky. Spooky. Alex. Hello. We're being spooky. I, I was looking for scary music, but it's not on here anymore. Oh, you don't uh, have any scary music. You're not you're not prepared for Halloween? I wasn't. I can't. since Halloween's last weekend. I wait, when this comes <laughs> on out on our alternate time. This timeline. will come out yeah. in November. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean we can make this come out tomorrow. No. Well, no, because no, we've already talked about yeah. Halloween being last weekend. Right. We can't alter the timeline. Oh, sure, right. sure, sure. Um here, here. What would Loki do? Um I, I'm trying to find a on a very special episode of From One Dead to Another. I, I think the beat's going to drop here in a second, actually, uh, now that I've picked uh, this. Is Snoop Dogg going oh, yeah, to step in? Yeah, Snoop Dogg I do feel. The... Actually, this sounds like Eminem. Um, my mom's in my closet, sweater already, cleaning out my mom's spaghetti. Uh. It's Halloween. Yeah, oh, it's God. Halloween. All up. Oh no, no, no! What is happening to from one day to another? y'all. I'm gonna cut my hair because I did that. You I, did get a great I haircut. I got a haircut. It looks really good. Thanks. Something rounds <laughs> good. So, so I was thinking about our like good, our rap food. career. Uh, I was thinking our really about good. our respective rap careers. It's a good and thing I'm thinking that this episode maybe, is titled rap. <laughs> right. I'm thinking maybe we shouldn't shouldn't rap for a living. Fine. Based upon what just happened. I, I had a great time with it. I mean, I did too, but... Uh, but this, uh, this is not hip-hop no, anymore. This but, is kind of a reggae, like reggae, reggae tone. It does have some reggaeton. Uh, see, I, I, I didn't say it right, which means I can't do it. Reggaeton. 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 This is this is kind of like a, like a weird... There's like a... No, what's the this, a, 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 a clown is going to murder you now? Ah, uh, that's what it is. It's it's murdery clown music. Murder yeah. clowns, murder well, clowns. Welcome to the circus murder clown. We're gonna give you a circus frown. 
and then you will drown in my spooky town. What are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> We're getting in that Halloween spirit in November. I know. We <laughs> just in time for Thanksgiving. <laughs> we are talking about Halloween um, as a holiday. We've been sharing our experiences growing up, uh, and of course. Like I mentioned, this will be our first Halloween with Marlo, who's dressing up as Rosie the Riveter. Um, I love... <laughs> That's awesome. It's going to be great. Um, one thing that I love is that I have a partner who's very good about caring about the things that I don't, um, <laughs> which is good, which is very no, important. No, that's great. That's um, great. She completes me in so many ways. Because like I was saying, Halloween just was never a super impactful holiday for mm-hmm. me. I get much more amped up on um, on Christmas, although she gets more amped up on Christmas. She definitely does. Um, Sometimes I, it's July and I get a text from her saying it's time to watch White Christmas. That almost annually. And if it yep. doesn't happen, then I will get a message about that at some other random month between yep. July and Christmas. Correct. Um, it is her favorite holiday, but like uh, there are other holidays that mean more to me. Mm-hmm. Halloween just has never really been it. Yeah, but she is a fantastic mother, but also costume designer. Yeah, um, she has done that work in the past. She actually used to work here at Theater Cedar Rapids, right on mm-hmm. the other side of this wall. Yeah, and so she's at home right now making a very elaborate um, Naruto costume <laughs> for Liam. Yeah, which he's very excited about and actually somewhat engaged with, which is uh, exciting for a preteen um, to be engaged in something like that. So Liam's engaged. <laughs> Not yet. To Naruto. To Naruto. Wow, man. this episode took a turn. <laughs> um, so I just don't love, judge. I love that about her. Yeah, that she is able to make, you know, passion in other areas that that I am unable to make passion. I like that. Those two words go together really, really well in an interesting way. And a weirdly sexual one. Yes, yeah. but not not exclusively. Great, but just make passion. Yeah. No, she I like it. Schwing. Thank you, Angela Bellman. Appreciate you. <laughs> weird that that's sexy. yeah. Weird that mm. those sound effects are still mm. on the board. I, yeah, I thought those were long gone. It's, <laughs> you thought? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that the ghost of Angela in the studio right now? That wasn't very sexy. Oh, oh, she doesn't like it when I question her. I was doing my job. <laughs> Good job. Nice. Did you fall asleep? Did you fall asleep? <laughs> I'm gonna have to send her a text and tell her that we're having a conversation with her and wonder if she if she's thinking of us right now. <laughs> those are all four buttons I've got from Angela. So. Oh. Great, that's enough. Let's yeah. delete those later. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I love that she's able to make passion in different areas of our lives mm-hmm. where I do not, um, and I love that about her. So well, and it's uh, Halloween. You know, something I always enjoyed. I'm way more of a Thanksgiving to Christmas person. Like sure. I loved Halloween, but my my north star of my year is not, you know, Halloween, but for my oldest, Autumn, she loves loves Halloween. Autumn has made Halloween part of her profession. It is. Yes. So she spends, you know, many months throughout the year um, you know, like building a haunted house. Yeah. You know, so the the fifth realm uh here in uh 
Uh, EnterTheFifthRealm.com, I think that's the name of the, the Enter website, the Fifth right? Realm with the number five, and they are actually a uh, partner of our company. Yeah. They are a sponsor for Myths of Myria and partnered with us in a number of different ways. But yeah, it's something that she is passionate about, has gone to conventions for uh, kind of for haunts and all of that, and I usually... And she's really good at it, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and I, usually I get a... I haven't... I'm supposed to do it yesterday, and it didn't happen. The timing didn't work out, but I usually get a tour of the the haunt prior to, so she can show me all the the cool things that she's made. Um, I will get, you know, throughout the year, I get videos sent to me of some mech that she has built, you know, that's where there's some kind of thing happening, some mechanized uh, part of the haunt. So it's something that she loves and has always really, really loved uh, Halloween. And I don't know what it is about Halloween that really tripped her trigger, um, but that has been a, a long time thing for her. Um, and it's kind of defines a lot of who she is and always has. Where do you fall on scary movies? I generally hate them. Great, me too. Yeah. So there's, I, a, there's a theme here. I, Go ahead, and they, Alex, you can hop in. They scare me. What? Yeah. You guys. Alex, you are the Halloweeniest of the three of us here. I am Halloweener than both of you. <laughs> you are a Halloweener. You have a Halloweener. <laughs> no, I'm a Halloweener as in er, as in more. More oh, Halloween. Right. More, oh, oh, I see what you guys Halloween-y. heard. More Halloweeny. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys heard the word wiener. We heard wiener. <laughs> um... <laughs> I love Halloween movies. Yeah, it's, it, I I try to only do Halloween things in the month of October. I play haunted video games. I yeah. watch haunted movies. Watch haunted TV series. See, and the thing is, I like Halloween, and I like I like I like mildly scary things. Like, um, like it. Um. Well, here's the thing: is I love horror books. I don't like horror movies. Um, and. But like um, when Jordan and I got together, I had never seen a cabin in the woods. Uh, mm. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, it's one of yeah. my favorites. But that's also like it's not really a horror movie. There's an right, asterisk but, on that movie. But but so that's the kind of like scary. And I'm using yeah. air quotes. You guys can't hear me, uh, <laughs> but I'm using air quotes. That's the kind of scary movie that I like. So that was because she also doesn't like the 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 slasher uh, horror movies. Um, but that, so that's a tradition actually for us on Halloween. It's over the last, I don't know, five years or six years ago. Uh, we, every year we watch Cabin in the Woods mm. because that's our speed of scary movie. Cabin in the Woods is great. Oh, I love it. I think it's, record. I think it's great. And it lets you feel spooky and you get some of the scares and all that stuff, yep. but you don't get that visceral terror that I don't like. It makes yeah, me Yeah, the jump scares don't do it for me. Um, no, that's I'm, the biggest thing. A movie I'd recommend for, for people like Tim mm-hmm. um, that don't want to go all the way would be uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Have that's a lot of, of title. Tucker and Dale versus Evil? No. No. What? Okay, I'm sorry. It's it's uh, uh, Alan Tudyk. Okay. Um, and and another really funny guy and Alan Tudyk, the uh, the the chicken in from Moana. Moana, yes. <laughs> it's most, most notable, most, role. most right. famous, or the robot from Rogue One, also the pirate from Dodgeball. Right. Um, I mean, he he is. He went to Julia. really like him. He's prolific. Yeah. He's amazing. I love him. It, it's him and his, his like his brother living in a in a creepy cabin in the woods. Yeah. And all these teenagers come to town. And um, the teenagers think that those two are murderous hillbillies. Mm. But while freaking out from the murderous hillbillies, the teenagers keep accidentally killing themselves Ah. in terrible, gruesome ways. And then um, they look like they're 
these these horror murderers and it's a I comedy. I tried to like horror movies when I was a teenager. Um one time I had uh, so Nightmare on Elm Street 3 had just come out. So this would have been late 80s 1990 something like that. And our local movie theater, it was in October, um, was doing a a marathon. Okay. One, two, and three. And Johnny I Depp. had my I had my dad take me to the movie theater and drop me off so that I could watch all three movies. Not even with friends. I was convinced wow. like like I'm gonna do this. Like I'm gonna challenge myself to go watch these movies. And I think I had maybe seen one of them, but I don't I don't specifically I know some of it was new to me. And I watched all three movies. My dad picked me up. It was like one o'clock in the morning when I got home and he was doing laundry overnight. He had put stuff from the washing machine into the dryer. And I remember lying in bed and I could not go to sleep because the dryer sounded like Freddy Krueger, like scraping his (laughs) claws along a pipe. And I think it was that point where I decided, you know what? No, I don't think I like horror movies (laughs) anymore. And then I started reading Stephen King books, and that was fine, but I didn't want to watch the movies. The only scary movie I think I've ever seen in a movie theater was Drag Me to Hell. Remember Mm. when that came out? That was a Sam Raimi, uh, but it was after after Spider-Man. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, Sam Raimi. I like him because I like Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire, my boy. Oh, he directed Mm. Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the first three Spider-Man movies. Oh, Sam Raimi. Cool. Okay, you of all people should know that. I know. Anyway, uh, Sam Raimi dragged me to hell. Went to go see it in movie theaters because I was taking a girl on a date, my girlfriend at the time. And, man, we made out the whole time. I was going to say, how'd that date go? (laughs) Fine. (laughs) I don't remember the movie. (laughs) That is what horror movies are good for, too. I've heard that. Except that in those horror movies... The people who are making out of the movie theater die. <laughs> so it's really hard to concentrate on the making out when you think maybe a sword is going to come thrust Ugh. through your back from behind. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Scary Which happened in Friday the 13th. I think, wasn't it like two people having sex in a hammock and then like Jason like stabs them through Man, you could all the way not through? Be like, asking the more wrong person. Hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know. But that was, all, again, back before I saw Nightmare on Elm Street and, and freaked myself out. Is there like a death in a movie that really just sticks out to you guys that really freaked you out for a while? Hmm. Like one good movie death? Because I've got a couple that like really messed with my head. Have you ever seen Moana? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) When the grandma dies and turns into a, it turns into a, 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 what is it? A spirit? A smoke? A spirit? uh, Manta ray? Stingray? Stingray? Hmm. A spirit manatee. No, I can't think of anyone in. Any specifically, but a lot of that just has to do with I think I di- I just didn't really expose myself to uh, to the scary movies much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do I can tell you the scariest book I ever read, which is nerdy to yeah, say. You should, and that was The Exorcist. I've never seen the movie, but I read the book, and I did not. I I'm not lying. I did not sleep for two nights. Wow. It terrified awesome. me. I was a teenager. I, so I was probably maybe 14 or 15 when I read that. And uh, it's the only book that I've ever been like actively scared when it was done. So Alex and I were actually going to run an idea past you to promote the podcast <laughs> that we would do a live online watch along of The Exorcist. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to do that? I would do that. It's a great movie. <laughs> no, I would I would totally do it. I've never watched it. I know Lin- I know you. Linda Blair 
Here's what I know about it. Linda Blair, her head spins around and she throws up pea soup. Yes. That's what I know about it. Is that, but that's, is there an, was there another, was there a remake? Was there a reboot uh, of that movie? I mean, there's a lot of Exorcist movies now. Oh, okay. Well, I'm thinking, I'm, uh, was it William Peter Blatty? Is that the, I think the author of the original book. Um, and so, and I think that was like in the seventies or something when that movie came out. Um, and, but I, yes, I never, never watched that movie. Um, cause I was too scared to. Yeah, you're, you're correct. William Peter Blatty. Blady, Blady, Blady. Um, oh, they're filming a reboot of it right now. Oh, oh, well, really? Cool. Yeah. Let's be in it. Yeah. Let's make our own. Let's make yeah. a competing reboot. Yeah. Yeah. With, oh, with the just, LAS reboot. Of- the LAS reboot of The Exorcist. Just the three of us. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, we could. We could. In honor of Halloween, we could have all the neighborhood children film it. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. won't be traumatizing for them. <laughs> you know well, what scary movie? It'll be fun. I've always wanted to watch, but haven't. Blair Witch Project. Oh. I'm gonna say a bit overrated. Yeah? Okay, I so I disagree. I guess I did watch that um, in college. Um, me and a bunch of friends. I guess I was maybe I was after college. Um, it was in the movie theater, but we had gotten a hold of a like a pirated copy, but a pirated copy in the year 1999 or 2000. That's big. Was like a VHS filmed. In the movie theater, right, and so you wouldn't it was download a car, would you? So, so here's the thing: Blair Witch Project is already grainy and like home video, but then we were watching a home video version of the Blair Witch Project, and we were on drugs. <laughs> so, so we watched it in an apartment one night with all the lights out, and uh, it was it was horrifying. That's I don't awesome. think we finished it. I, it was just really? like, oh yeah, but I mean. There were, there were. I mean, there were reasons. Uh, we were we were not in a good state to watch that. <laughs> Kentucky. What state what were I mean. you in? in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, yeah, I remember thinking it was very very scary. And um, yeah, I've never gone back to watch it. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I was hoping it would be scarier when I watched it, but I was an adult. That and sounds like exactly what I want, then. I don't feel like I was on drugs. <laughs> that sounds like what I want to watch. Um, so I actually have a, a reason why we're talking about this. Yeah. Why we're going kind of off on this tangent. And the truth of the matter is, I think, because at the end of these episodes, I think we like to try and think about what, what's our takeaway from this conversation? Mm-hmm. How do we want to try and grow as parents? And for me... I think that I want to try and expose myself to some more of this world and of this culture. Mm-hmm. I am very opposed to watching scary movies. Yeah. And I do think that part of that means that I I close myself off to Halloween. Yeah. Which is a major part of of life for a lot of people. Yeah. Right? There there are people that live for this time of year. Yep. The same way that you are a Thanksgiving to Christmas guy. Mm-hmm. Um People live for Halloween. They do. And I want Marlo and also Liam to have access to those things if that's interesting to them. Yeah. Um, But Marnie and I are not, Mm -hmm. right? And I think sometimes Marnie's better at saying yes to things. Mm that than I am um, because she's willing to make the costumes. She's willing to get all in. And um, I'm always willing to say, yes, go follow your passion. But I can do a better job of being a part of that passion also. Yeah. Um, 
even if I super don't want to be. So maybe for me, it's opening myself up a bit more to new experiences when it comes to um, horror and Halloween and the season and, and what that all means. And there are, I think there are other ways to sort of dip your toe in it, into that, that world without going full horror either. Like, I just, I as an adult, I don't love... I don't love the kind of creepy Halloween kind of thing, but I like the fun side of Halloween, yeah. and that that makes me feel good about it. Like uh, Jordan and I were talking about Hocus Pocus. I've seen bits and pieces of that movie, sure, but that's like a fun take on Halloween. Um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, you know, that's sort of a Halloween Christmas hybrid kind of thing. It's creepy, but it's not scary, and that that gets people excited, and it's a it's an easy. I think entry into that. Yeah. And um, Frankenweenie, that was one of those animated ones we watched with the kids, but that was only maybe three or four years ago. Really yeah. good. But it was fun and creepy and spooky, but it wasn't it wasn't terrifying. Right. So it got me excited. It gets me excited about the holiday aspect of it, which is really kind of I think the fun thing for sure. me is the the sharing with with family. So sitting down with the kids to watch a, a spooky movie. You know, as opposed to sitting down and watching Saw, where we're all just well, sure. terrified and tense and, you know. Well, and it's two different things, right? Like, like um, Marlo, of course, is not going to be thinking about any of those things for a long time, right? right? But Liam is. Yeah. Uh, Liam would love to watch a scary movie with me. Yeah. I, I, I'm positive. If for no other reason, then he'll just watch me, you know, <laughs> right. to be a little wuss <laughs> the entire time. be the entertainment. Right. And that's fine. It would be awesome for you and Liam to just watch, like, Saw together. That would be awesome. Yeah, that sounds like a horrible night to me. You but... should you should ask Liam if he would want to watch a scary movie with you and then let him pick the movie. And then just ride with it. Okay. And just and just see, I'd be interested to find out how that, how that goes. Because I think he'd be excited to do that, especially if you gave him the opportunity to drive sure that thing that could be a lot of fun i'll tell you what uh i'll do that this weekend because okay. we, we have liam this weekend yeah so i'll tell you what um i will watch and i'll let liam i'm letting liam pick the movie yeah i'll let liam pick the scary movie that we're gonna watch this weekend and, and we will watch a scary movie together yep no matter how scary it is and i will report back on it next week i love that i think that's i think that's fun i think that's that's great i'm this excited to hear too this conversation kind of makes me think this is kind of my last thought i think um marnie I think always pushed for me to to dress up with her, mm. um, not like couples costumes necessarily. Although we did that a couple times, yeah. Um, but just I don't know. She she would always kind of push for me to be a little more engaged in in Halloween, not because I think Halloween is her biggest holiday either, but just because it's a thing she wanted to do with me. And yeah. um, and I never really got engaged with that. And now that we are farther into our lives, now that we have Marlo, and um, now that I guess I have this outlet to kind of explore mm-hmm. some of those thoughts and feelings, it makes me realize that that's something that I actually care about, and that I love that she makes passion in yeah. those parts of our lives where I don't necessarily. Um, so I don't know. I, I think fun. leaving this conversation makes me feel like I'd like to be more involved and uh, more actively engaged in some of those opportunities because I want to seize them with my family while we have them. Yeah. And establish those new traditions, you know, so that that's great too. When your kids, uh, when they're older or when they're adults and they're look, they're looking back on this time. Um, they don't have to look back and you know, their, their memories don't have to be the same as what your memories of your childhood were. Yeah. Um, they can be brand new and distinct and you can make those memories, uh, together and uh, I think that's a fun, a fun way to shape uh, how how our kids uh, remember 
uh, our time together. I think it's a great place to end it. Let's do it. Seize new traditions. Seize and the traditions. Make passion. Make carpe passion. traditions. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carpet traditions. Carpet traditions. Love it. Thank you so much for putting up with another episode of From One Dad to Another. I've been one of your hosts, Logan Schultz. And I'm Tim Arnold. And we've been talking with producer Alex Schultz as hey, well. Hey, guys. And uh, this show comes out every single Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for being a listener. If you would be so inclined, we would love if you would subscribe. Maybe leave us a review. We'd be very grateful. And if you really love us, if you love us, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. You get the show ad-free. You get bonus episodes of bonus some... Bonus episodes. Whoa. Thank you, Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, no problem. You guys, I, I got I to gotta redo this. I'm sorry. I just, you know, we, we, we got to... Oh, there we go. A little play-out music. Different play-out music for the Halloween episode. Yeah. Sorry, Logan. Please continue. Yeah, so what were you saying? <laughs> Subscribe to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. $10. Ah, 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 Nothing ah, more scary ah, than there's numbers. There's 10. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had really to do all 10 ahs. Uh, $10 a month gets you ad-free episodes, bonus episodes of Historically Inaccurate. Where Alex gets slapped with a ruler. Every time he makes a joke. (laughs) Which is even scarier. You don't want to hear those. And uh, what do you want to talk about? Jason and Lindsay talk about meeting each other. Their origin story. Um, Great bonus episodes. LAS Plus exclusives. Just $10 a month gets you access to those. We have live events coming up. Historically Inaccurate Live at Thu Brewing on November 19th. That's exciting. Yeah. Friends with Marketing Benefits is going to be at Stillwater Coffee with Elizabeth Von Presley Mm -hmm. on November 10th. Love that place. Um, So come check us out. It's going to be a ton of fun. We're going to hang out. There's beverage discounts for LAS Plus subscribers. It's great. Um, Gosh, I think that's it. LASPodcastNetwork.com. Thank you so much for enjoying this show. Whoa, look at that fade. Nicely done, Alex. We're back into being dads. <laughs> there we go. And not scary Halloween, Halloween monsters. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm so excited for this weekend. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.